Unto the most holy book, everyone must turn and all that is not expressly recorded therein must be referred to the universal house of justice. That which this body, whether unanimously or by majority doth carry, that it is verily the truth and the purpose of God himself. Whoso doth deviate therefrom is verily of them that love discord hath shown forth malice and turned away from the Lord of the covenant. By this house is meant that universe, universal house of justice, which is to be elected from all countries, that is from those parts in the East and West where the loved ones are to be found, Western countries such as those of England. It is incumbent upon these members of the Universal House of Justice to gather in a certain place and deliberate upon all problems which have caused difference, questions that are obscure and matters that are not expressly recorded in the book. Whatsoever they decide has the same effect as the text itself. And inasmuch as the House of Justice has power to enact laws that are not expressly recorded in the book and bear upon daily transactions, so also it hath the power to repeal the same. This it can do because the laws formeth no part of the divine explicit text. The House of Justice is both the initiator and the abrogator of its own laws. Abdu'l-Baha. Lauded be thy name, O Lord my God. I entreat thee by thy names which the hour hath struck and the resurrection come to pass and fear and trembling seized all that are in the heaven and all that are in the earth. To rain down out of the heaven of thy mercy and the clouds of thy tender compassion, what will gladden the hearts of thy servants who have turned towards thee and helped thy cause. Keep safe thy servants and thy handmaidens, O my Lord, from the darts of idle fancy and vain imaginings and give them from the hands of thy grace a draught of the soft flowing waters of thy knowledge. Thou truly art the almighty, the most exalted, the ever forgiving, the most generous. The wisdom of prayer is this, that it causeth the connection between the servant and the, the true one. Because in that state, man with all heart and soul turneth his face towards his highness, the almighty, seeking his association and desiring his love and compassion. The greatest happiness for a lover is to converse with his beloved. And the greatest gift for a seeker is to become familiar with the object of his longing. That is why with every soul who is attracted to the kingdom of God, his greatest hope is to find an opportunity to entreat and supplicate before his beloved, appeal for his mercy and grace, and be immersed in the ocean of his utterance, goodness, and generosity. Abdu'l-Baha.
In the name of our Lord, the exalted, the most high. No man shall attain the shores of the ocean of true understanding, except he be detached from all that is in heaven and on earth. Sanctify your souls, O ye people of the world, that haply ye may attain that station which God hath destined for you, and enter thus the tabernacle, which according to the dispensations of providence hath been raised in the firmament of the Bion. The essence of these words is this, they that tread the path of faith, they that thirst for the wine of certitude, must cleanse themselves of all that is earthly, their ears from idle talk, their minds from vain imaginings, their hearts from worldly affections, their eyes from that which will perish. They should put their trust in God and hold fast unto him, follow in his way. Then they will be made worthy of the effulgent glories of the Son of divine knowledge, and understanding, and become the recipients of a grace that is infinite and unseen. Inasmuch as man can never hope to attain unto the knowledge of the all-glorious, can quaff from the stream of the divine knowledge and wisdom, can never enter the abode of immortality, nor partake of the cup of divine nearness and favor, unless and until he ceases to regard the words and deeds of mortal men as a standard for true understanding and the recognition of God and his prophets. Baha'u'llah. From Prayers and Meditations by Baha'u'llah, continue with the middle part of 31. Thou seest, O my God, how, notwithstanding the swords that were drawn against him, he calleth the nations unto thee, and, through, and though himself a prisoner, summoneth them to turn in the direction of thy gifts and bounties. With every fresh tribulation, he manifested a fuller measure of thy cause, and exalted more highly thy word. I testify that through him the pen of the Most High was set in motion, and with his remembrance the scriptures in the kingdom of names were embellished. Through him thy fragrances were wafted, and the sweet smell of thy raiment was shed abroad amongst all the dwellers of the earth and the inmates of heaven. Thou seest and knowest full well, O my God, how he hath been made to dwell within the most desolate of cities, so that he may build up the hearts of thy servants, and hath been willing to suffer the most grievous abasement, that thy creatures may be exalted. I pray thee, O thou who causest the dawn to appear, by thy name, through which thou hast subjected the winds and sent down thy tablets, that thou wilt grant that we may draw near unto what thou didst destined for us by thy favor and bounty, and to be far removed from whatsoever may be repugnant unto thee. Give us then to drink from the hands of thy grace every day and every moment of our lives 
of the waters that are life indeed. O thou who art the most merciful, make us then to be of them who help thee when fallen into the hands of those thine enemies who are numbered with the rebellious among thy creatures and the wicked amidst thy people. Write down then for us the recompense ordained for him that attaineth thy presence and gazed on thy beauty. And supply us with every good thing ordained in thy book for such of thy creatures as enjoy near access to thee. Baha'u'llah. O thou whose nearness is my wish, whose presence is my hope, whose remembrance is my desire, whose court of glory is my goal, whose abode is my aim, whose name is my healing, whose love is the radiance of my heart, whose service is my higher aspiration. I beseech thee by thy name, through which thou hast enabled them to have recognized thee to soar to the sublimest heights of the knowledge of thee and empowered such as de devoutly worship thee to ascend into the precincts of the court of thy holy favors, to aid me to turn my face towards thy face, to fix my eyes on thee and to speak of thy glory. I am the one, O my Lord, who hath forgotten all else but thee and turned towards the dayspring of thy grace, who hath forsaken all save thee in the hope of drawing nigh unto thee and to thy court. Behold me then with my eyes lifted up towards the seat that shineth with the splendors of the light of thy face. Send down then upon me, O my beloved, that which will enable me to be steadfast in thy cause, so that the doubts of the infidels may not hinder me from turning towards thee. Thou art verily the God of power, the help in peril, the all-glorious, the almighty, Baha'u'llah. O thou maidservant of the blessed perfection, be thou not sad, neither be thou unhappy, Although the divine tests are violent, yet are they conducive to the life of the soul and the heart. The more often the pure gold is thrown into the furnace of test, the greater will become its purity and brilliance, and it will acquire a new splendor and brightness. I hope that thou art thyself in such a position. Consider thou the lives of the former sanctified souls, what tests have they not withstood and what persecutions have they not beheld? While they were surrounded with calamity, they increased their firmness. And while they were overwhelmed with tests, they manifested more zeal and courage. Be thou also like unto them. Whoso reciteth this prayer with lowliness and fervor, Will bring gladness and joy to the heart of this servant. It will be even as meeting him face to face. He is the all-glorious. O oh God, my God, lowly and tearful, I raise my suppliant hands to thee and cover my face in the dust 
of that threshold of thine, exalted above the knowledge of the learned and the praise of all that glorify thee. Graciously look upon thy servant, humble and lowly at thy door, with the glances of the eye of thy mercy, and immerse him in the ocean of thine eternal grace. Lord, he is a poor and lowly servant of thine, enthralled and imploring thee, captive in thy hand, praying fervently to thee, trusting in thee, in tears before thy face, calling to thee and beseeching thee, saying, O Lord my God, give me thy grace to serve thy loved ones. Strengthen me in my servitude to thee. Illumine my brow with the light of adoration in thy court of holiness and of prayer to thy kingdom of grandeur. Help me to be selfless at the heavenly entrance of thy gate and aid me to be detached from all things within thy holy precincts. Lord, give me to drink from the chalice of selflessness. With its robe clothe me and in its ocean immerse me. Make me as dust in the pathway of thy loved ones and grant that I may offer up my soul for the earth ennobled by the footsteps of thy chosen ones in thy path, O Lord of glory in the highest. With this prayer to thy servant call thee at dawntide and in the night season. Fulfill his heart's desire. O Lord, illumine his heart, gladden his bosom, kindle his light, that he may serve thy cause and thy servants. Thou art the bestower, the pitiful, the most bountiful, the gracious, the merciful, the compassionate, Abdu'l-Bahá. Amen.